Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gente de Guatemala, permíteme presentarle nuestro presidente nuevo, Donald Trump. Hello, hello. Uh, as you say here, hola, amigos. Uh, it's very nice to be here at, uh, at this fantastic city, uh, the Guatemala City capital of this fantastic country. Uh, thank you. Uh, gracias to everybody who voted for me as the new presidente of uh, Guatemala. Fantastic. A lot of good hombres here. I can see that. Tremendous, tremendous people. And I'd like to thank uh, uh, my announcer right here. Fantastic guy. Frankly, some of the best. Uh, as your new president day, uh, I'm going to make fantastic changes. We're going to make Guatemala great again. I know in the previous administrations has not been so good. It's going to be great. Frankly, the best is yet to come in Guatemala. Uh, I know that uh, then uh, in the Estados Unidos, uh, Kamala said not to go to America. I think she's right. I think she's right. Don't go. Do not go to the United States. It's a terrible place. I mean, they got rid of yours truly. And uh, obviously, it's not good. Not not good at all. So, uh, gracias again to my uh, fantastic Guatemalan uh, hombres. And uh, thank you very much. And I'm Steve. I'm Tom. And this is Demagogue News with things you need to know about. Episode 129, the Global Homos Coming Edition. Oh, they are. And aggressively so. Uh, and they sort of started in a weird place, uh, south-south of the border, Guatemala. Uh, if you don't remember, Guatemala is a country, I mean, Central America. Eh. Everyone forgets about Guatemala, honestly. I'm sure it has a rich history. One of my cousins was adopted from there. We don't talk, though. Uh, there, there you go. But uh, our uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, just recently visited Guatemala to see how things are going. And uh, told people to fuck off. Although uh, it wasn't completely unwarranted. She was met by signs that said things like, go home, Kamala. <laughs> Kamala, mind your business. And our favorite, Trump won. <laughs> Thank you to the people of Guatemala. Very, 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 frankly, very good, very good people. Now, we're definitely not saying that everybody in Guatemala likes Trump because those people are trying to get into the United States right now. Which have they been doing? I mean, the caravans were, were for Trump. Maybe they were coming to see Trump. That was that's the caravan. Like, oh, I missed them. I mean, oh, that's, that's the thing. They went all this massive trek just to find out that Trump's not president anymore. What it's a like, shame. All right, turn it around, guys. You got to turn it around. You got to go home. Uh, and it's funny, too, because uh, their president, um, Alejandro, was a Giamatti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Giamatti. Yeah, very Italian-sounding last Ma- name. Maybe but. they Spanishize it. So it'd probably be like Giamatti. But uh, maybe. regardless, he actually blames the Biden administration for causing a mass exodus from his country. Yeah. Yeah, it's Biden's fault. Yeah. yeah that's right. Throw, that, throw it that way. So I guess that's why Kamala decided to fly down um, 
to which she was not very warmly greeted. I guess her like uh, her what would you call it? motorcade got a the protesters were in clean shot of them, so they definitely saw it Ooh, like driving over. Yeah. And it, oh, this is a weird one too. And this is per the New York Post that uh, they also had a leather large sign set up that featured a doctored photo of a pregnant Kamala that read Guatemala is pro-life hashtag Mamala help me Mamala. Just, they tried to make that a thing on the campaign trail because she has two stepchildren. Huh. But uh, she, oh, ca- Kamala's a Mamala. That's what that's she says. Dumb. I mean, she has no biological children. Hmm. Wonder why? Well, probably because her womb is cold and dead. Because she's old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Calling you old, Kamala. And and probably, you know, even when she was young, it reflects her heart. But that's not the point. We're not here to judge morality here. Uh, we're here to judge Kamala's response. Because then when she saw this, she said, don't bother coming to the United States. Yeah. Uh, the idea was to find out the root cause for why Guatemalans are do- in, you know, quote unquote, mass migration into the United States. So this little meeting was to find out the root causes uh, for corruption and for uh, poverty and other such topics such as that. And, you know, all good things. Obviously, Central America has a bad rap. I I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. I think, like, El Salvador is the murder capital of the world. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, know, what is it? Juarez in Mexico is, like, in a strong second. And then Honduras is, is in third. It, it's not great. It's not great at all. And uh, she went down there doing some talk and stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then goes on to the fact of telling the Guatemalan people to do not come. That the U.S. border will maintain its you know sovereignty and right to enforce its laws. Do you remember when a border was racist? Hold the hell on. Uh, I believe there was a tweet from January 28, 2017, criticizing the previous administration, in which she ended the tweet with hashtag no ban, no wall. Which does not reflect uh, today today's uh, response of do not come. Well, also, uh, I just want to point out the key difference between these two administrations is that Trump wanted to build a wall, whereas the Biden administration wants to build a barrier. Which is much less racist. Yeah, the Biden barrier is much better off the tongue than the Trump wall, I suppose. Mm. Mm. I mean, more syllables, but, you know, I digress. Uh, it, yeah. It's just like, it's funny, though, that the border crisis hasn't really been paid attention to throughout all of this. Uh, well, Kamala's on the case. Yeah, she's on the case. She'll just, go to the border eventually. Can you imagine an episode of CSI where nobody goes to the crime scene? <laughs> they don't investigate anything. They're just working PR. They're working with you know all the media companies. But oh, question, question, investigator, what, what what happened at the scene of the crime? Well, uh, actually, we're more concerned about why the crime happened. So uh, I don't want to see the effect. I want to see the cause. Yes, but have you found any evidence, such as maybe DNA or a, a murder weapon? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> and then whisks off quickly into Air Force Two and disappears. Yeah. Um. Not. I mean. Not a good look. I thought, uh, you know, everyone's welcome in the. I thought everyone's welcome in the U.S. I, I thought the borders should be open. Not for, Guatemalans for everybody. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't understand here. Yeah, it is. It's kind of weird, and it's also funny too to watch places that do get high. Okay, like McAllen, Texas, for instance, which is highly, highly Hispanic, voted in a Republican as mayor amidst this border crisis. Huh. That makes a fellow wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder Doesn't why it? that happened. 
Almost as if they don't want random people coming across the border into their town. Uh, we will never know, Tom. I guess we'll just never know why these people are racist. Uh, tons of racists. Uh, that's what we're trying to crack down at the G7 summit and later on the G20 summit. Yes, racism and tax evasion. Yeah, mainly the taxes, but call it racist and you got yourself a game plan here. Anything you don't like is racist. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I mean, Janet Yellen, you know, I'm assuming he's using all those solid, you know, lefty talking points when she's now trying to sell to the seven largest European countries mm. to try to get in Canada and Japan. Let's not forget them. To try to get Canada and Japan and another smattering of cucky countries to, including our own, we're cucky too. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, no, we are cuck America. We, 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 we are high up on the here. list. Let's not joke around here. To get this global tax idea off the ground. And mm. allegedly, uh, at this last meeting, there is some real traction. And there's some numbers that have been established of how they want and who they want to be taxed globally. Yeah. So as of right now, it's only pertaining to the G7, but they definitely want to expand it to the G20. So the minimum global corporate tax would be 15%. Right. And then if you make over 10%, what's that? Uh, what's the tax rate go up to? Like 10% uh, profit margin. Sorry. Right. If your profit margin is over 10%, then you will get enacted this 15% global tax. Uh, wasn't it? So there's no increase? No, I think that the increase you're thinking of is that they'll start at 15 and then over time they'll increase it. Well, they definitely will. That's, right. That's 100% the game plan here. Yeah, that's not definitely going to happen. Let's not delude ourselves here. So out of these countries, though, the United States and Japan are number one and three in largest economies. Sure. Uh, yeah, the rest like Germany. U yeah, UK, France, Germany, and Italy, they're sizable i guess but we're definitely going to see them shrink throughout the upcoming like this century so it makes you wonder about the big the elephants in the room here which are definitely china india and then some of the smaller ones who you don't think about like the bahamas and ireland who have very favorable corporate tax rates monaco yes <laughs> switzerland so by like and you think i'm joking here like twitter and facebook both have offices in ireland just in case they have to change where their business is incorporated and and why wouldn't they yeah why, why wouldn't, they? wouldn't they if it's available to you and it's what everyone else does why wouldn't you do the same i mean you're trying to uh, steven and i tried to watch the panama papers documentary and all we came away with was trump bad <laughs> well yeah that's what the documentary would have you believe and i'm sure that if you agree with that Notion, then you probably don't agree with myself and Steven, which we thought, wow, these people are smart <laughs> because well, mom, somebody told them, hey, you want to save like a bazillion dollars a year because you know, pay taxes. But like, here's how you save most of it. Oh, really? One second. Let me write this down. You, OK, you, go, da, 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 you find this lawyer, and this one company in Panama, and then you get a shell. OK, yeah, I'll do that and save millions of dollars a year like because because. <laughs> Facebook is doing it and Apple's doing it and every bank is doing it and every Wall Street who cares is doing it and Walmart's doing it and Target's doing it. So why aren't you McDonald's doing it? Huh, good idea. Let's start doing that. Smart. Yeah. And it also begs the question because this documentary also tried to make you think that your life sucks because rich people don't pay taxes. We kind of looked at it as maybe lower the tax rate to something that they would willing be willing to pay so that you don't lose all of it yeah they're not going to countries that have a zero 
corporate tax. I'm sure there are some African countries that either the government isn't sophisticated in flushing out all tax, you know, qualifications possibly. I want to say the Bahamas is zero. Yeah. They're not all in the Bahamas. No. Some places are willing to pay the 4%. Puerto Rico, I believe, mm -hmm. is 75 Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Well, you know, we're okay with spending 75 We'll swing 75 because over there is 31 Not, I'm not paying 31 mm -hmm. I'll pay 7 Yeah, and The United States is currently at 28%, which is still rather large. Just you wait. Biden will get that uh, 34%, right? Is that the actual number? I'm trying to remember 36%? what exactly he wanted to get it up to. Like 39.2, 39.6. Hilarious. Yeah, hilariously high tax. Um, but it, once we get this global tax through, mm -hmm. they, there won't be anywhere that they can run. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. Now, will this happen? No. Because there's going to be some countries who benefit from these business this is like being there. Like Singapore isn't going to change its tax code. No, and Singapore is w -w 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 wealthy as fuck. And like, what's gonna happen if they don't do it? Like the UN writes them a really like scathing letter. Is Singapore even in the UN? They probably, probably are. Yeah. Like China, for instance. Like they keep Biden keeps saying that China's gonna eat our lunch. You're literally setting up the scenario where you know, Biden's <laughs> like, not gonna eat our lunch. All the kids that China picks on will go, hey, um, can we give you some money so that America doesn't pick on us? And China will go, yeah, 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 yeah. come here. Come on our side of the lunch table. That's fine. No one's ever going to fuck with you ever again. Just yep. as long as you sign right here. Okay. Because I'm selfish and I care about money. I'm a businessman. Yeah. Why would we not expect anything different to happen? Exactly. Uh, so this, there hasn't been any treaty formally signed or anything like that. But just the fact that this is uh, being put out there makes Alex Jones sound a lot less implausible. Oh, we want a global economy, a one world economy, a one world order. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a new one. Yeah, 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 maybe it's not the old one. The old one's no, not not good. Obviously, it's racist, yeah. and systemically bad, yeah, patriarchal. Yeah, all that jazz. but if we, if we get a new one for the whole world, I don't know. Sounds sounds uh, orderly. There's nowhere to run. We're gonna suck your business dry, and you're gonna like it, <laughs> and you will never be happier. Uh, geez. Um, yeah, it's just really weird and dumb and. It just kind of goes with this notion that that you know that the West specifically and that the United States has always been bad and terrible, and now that the good people are in charge, there's some go how going to make it better. And I think the sad part is that there's no opposition against this. Not within our government. No. Not not in our government. Our government seems to be pretty uh, in support of this, mm. and I, I don't see like and and every other place. It's like watching your enemy make a mistake. If you know your enemy's making a mistake, do not interrupt him. We are making a mistake. So no one that doesn't like us is going to say, hey, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. No, they're going to sit there and just be like, yeah, yeah, do that. No. Tax your companies. <laughs> yeah. What do you think Xi is going to do? <laughs> just... He's sit there and go, yeah, make him all shitty and sad. Yeah, maybe we'll get, we'll get some of the executives to come over here because we'll treat them nice. 
for a little while, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, just to just, you know make him feel comfortable. Just just long enough until you know, you know. And this is, this is including Amazon, which apparently Amazon does not make the cut for a ten percent profit. Apparently, Amazon only rides a seven percent profit margin, which you know they sell a lot of they sell a lot, mm. so the margin's really low. It's shipping, so they don't make the ten percent cut. Well, Janet Yellen's gonna make sure that Amazon still gets taxed, because that you know that that pie is a little too big. Yeah, it that is. fish is a little too big not not to tax. But there is a way that Amazon could really benefit from this. So, a big com- company like Amazon can take a hit. But any competitors trying to start up right now can't take a hit like that. They literally couldn't afford it. Yeah. So, if anything, this is just another example of cronyism as well. Yeah. Remember how Walmart was o- and Target was open the entirety of the quarantine, but uh, any mom and pop shot had to eat shit? Hmm. It's the same thing. I think I remember. I think I remember. Because that was the whole of last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but you know who also uh, kind of ate it today, who? yesterday. They, I don't know when, when did it. When did Winston Smith die? June third. Okay, so that was three days ago. Four days ago, I can yeah. count. But when you're listening, it'll be five days ago. Yes. So Winston, wince me, boy, Boogie. I don't know if that's actually his legal mental name, but Winston Boogie Smith. Yes. Um. In case you don't know, which you might not, because I didn't know, and I missed her on the news all the time, uh, was another uh, black male shot in the mean streets of Minneapolis, Minnesota. An innocent, peaceful, armed, <laughs> violent and dangerous. Shooting a gun. <laughs> uh, literally a fugitive of justice. And a felon. Was uh, unceremoniously gunned down by the racist c cops uh, also, not the Minneapolis police, but the actual U.S. Marshals. Yeah, yeah, this was federal. So, so uh, wince me, boy, uh, was did not have a clean rap sheet. He uh, assaulted and robbed his ex-girlfriend in 2017. Yeah, beat her pretty good. Uh, in December of 2019, was uh, at a routine traffic stop, got arrested with a loaded firearm, in which he was barred from owning. So he was arrested for that. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. High speed uh, chase in 2020. Like he, he does, he's done a lot. He's Winston's done a lot. Oh, that's a lot of living, man. He's lived a lot. <laughs> that, that's for sure. So uh, at the point that eventually brings us to our story, um, he was uh, he missed a sentence hearing, and a new warrant was issued for his arrest in Minnesota, and he was ordered to be held without bond or bail. But obviously he... Oh, yeah. All of these things we've just said, he was allowed to post bail every single time. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. High-speed chase. Um, caught a felon with a gun after you beat the shit out of your girl, ex-girlfriend and stole money from her. Bail, 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 bail. And then never actually, you know, maintains it with contact with the parole officer mm-hmm. or stops doing crimes. He keeps doing crimes. And he keeps getting bail. What can I say? He's a loose cannon. Uh, even if you want to throw like a little bit more gasoline onto this fire. So he released a track called Goodbye. And it also suggests violence towards police in the song. Yes. Uh, Winston Smith was uh, a rapper under the name Wince Me Boy. And the song Goodbye, titled for his daughter, uh, which he 
I assume records after he gets arrested for uh, the felony gun in the car thing. Probably. And says how amazing his children is. How he will never leave them. And then keeps doing crimes. Bro. <laughs> he also says in the song, I was just having problems with your mama. Uh, you beat and robbed her. We say, you having problems or, or she having problems? I think she having problems. Seems, seems I have Winston problems. Yeah. Not smooth smoking. Um, so the U.S. Marshals tracked down the fact that Winston was eating at Stella's Seafood Restaurant, Seafood Cafe, in, uh, what was it, Hennepin County? Yeah, and up in the uptown neighborhood of Minneapolis. Yeah, and uh, Winston um, gets into his vehicle to leave it and then notices that he's being followed by police. Huh, son of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, wait, they're on to me. So Winston does what any other rational person does. He takes his loaded firearm and rolls down his window. And what does he do with that firearm? He shoots it at the police. Allegedly. Which, I don't know how you say allegedly, when that's really... It's not like it's like allegedly he was wearing a red shirt. Was it burgundy? Maybe maroon. He allegedly fired at the police and then at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, officers shot a dozen rounds striking Smith. Yeah. And he died at 2.11 p.m. Now, Stephen did say allegedly, even though there were definitely shell casings from the gun that he was firing inside of his vehicle. I just want to say Body that. cam footage. I mean, all the above. We, we, we got it all. Now. Actually, the, there was no body cam footage. That was actually a big. Uh, Is there? It's kind of a. It's something that surrounds. That's oh, why. Fuck, like people, right. People no, who are defending him. No video from the body camera or squad dash cam. Yeah, so oh. so that's why like where I guess the small leg that people defending him have the have to stand on. Interesting, because the U.S. Marshals, because it was, it was a federally led uh, arrest operation, the marshals prohibited the local law enforcement authorities who assisted from using body or squad cameras. Although it was permissible, they could under the U.S. Permanent Justice Guidelines, blah 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 blah. The feds don't have to use body cam footage. Hmm. Huh. Makes a feller wonder. I mean, I would have liked some for the Portland riots, but oh well. Uh, so Boogie, um, the female passenger was injured. Uh, she, she seems to be just fine. Yeah. Re- recovered. It was mainly broken glass because uh, I'm assuming that his car crashed after he was shot. Yeah, the bullets went through the glass. Uh, Not a good to be the passenger in that car, for sure. But because BLM will take whatever they can get. They staged a protest in Minneapolis. Quote, unquote, a protest. Because although few, few, quote, few details are known about the incident, rioting and looting broke out overnight from June 3rd to June 4th. Dozens of buildings were vandalized and several fires were started in the area. Protest. At least they mirrored the man they were in honor of. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's what he would have wanted. Now, it'd be great if uh, maybe they knew a little bit of something about Winston, but uh, when... Somebody said, say his name. The BLM organizer said, oh, well, uh, actually, I'm not going to lie. I don't know it. And then, like, somebody whispered in your ears, like, I just want to submit. I said, yeah, yeah. Say, remember that name. Yeah, you remember that name. I I just had to lapse. <laughs> so say his name. We're going to protest and shout on the top of our lungs when uh, a felonious male. It doesn't matter his skin color. Skin color is relevant. Fires at the police by trying to evade justice, in which he's done on multiple accounts, including a high-speed chase, 
and then dies as a result from shooting a police office at a police officer who then shoot back at him. It is obviously systemic racism to why they unceremoniously butchered him in broad daylight. The cops should have just let themselves get shot at. You know what? It's their patriarchal colonizing attitude that made them so gung-ho but wanting to shoot back at an armed felon shooting at them. That's that's the whole story. We need to reform policing. And if you don't believe that, shut your fucking mouth. That's <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth and descend into anarchy. Yeah, that's the whole story. Uh, it's... Uh, it's crazy that the good guy to a lot of these people is everything wrong with a person. I, I, I got nothing. I don't, I don't have anything, man. Like, what do you mean? Okay, Ted Bundy murdered all these women. Yeah, but did he deserve to be executed? What, what did he do to get there in the first place? Oh, all these crimes that are very illegal. Oh, but he, they sh- that shouldn't, like, could have shot him in the leg. Oh, yeah. yeah Shooting at leg. you at the same time. Like, well, come you, on, guys. You should have talked to him about his feelings, really. They should have sent a social worker and a therapist in body armor to walk up to the car, dodge getting, you know, ran over, and then somehow, like, get into the car, like, break in, and then give him a therapy counseling session. That would have worked, but no, they went straight to their guns. Mm, why? Why? Why do they no de-escalation? Why didn't they tase the car? And just like in Fast and the Furious Two, when the lightning goes into the car, it shuts off. They should have used like the Sims hand that can like take your Sims character out and put them into another room. Yeah, they they should have <laughs> had Iron Man come out of <laughs> fictional universes to come and help Winston. And that's and that's a shame uh, because I definitely know who I wish that psychiatrist was is Miss Aruna Kilanani. Who's Aruna Kilanani? Well, she's actually still employed by Yale University and she decided to uh, let you know. Now, she can say this because she's a person of color. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can say anything. I'm assuming that the marshals were a person of color. <laughs> Because uh, she would have let Winston vent his frustrations. Because she has her own frustrations. She wishes that she could put a revolver into the head of which, whichever whoa, whoa, white whoa, person. Whoa, whoa. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Is this a real quote that you're saying? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, you can look it up. Like, let me let me actually pull up the real quote because it's crazy that this woman is a psychiatrist, like someone who's supposed to help other people with their and, problems. And I believe she was speaking at Yale University, an Ivy League university. Uh, the, that would be correct. One of the highest places of higher education possibly in the world. Uh, it's up there. It's it, probably like the number two university in the United States. And she said that she wanted to quote. So the quote, and she gave this, by the way, when she was speaking at a um, a university school of medicine, sort of like, a, I don't know what the, a good word for it would be. It's not like conference, but like a seminar, if you will. So uh, it's called Psychopathic Problems of the White Mind. Oh, was good. the name of the speech that she gave. Probably the most ironic name of a lecture I think I could think of. So she said that uh, she's sick of patiently explaining racism to white people okay well that, that's that's a common one i've heard before yeah basically she's saying that that we're gaslighting her so she said i had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as i walked away relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step like i did the world a favor quote end quote huh well ain't, ain't that just something that is absolutely nuts that this woman is a psychiatrist the psychotic behavior of the white mind yes huh i'm, I'm gonna take the guess that she's indian but i mean she's a per she's a brown person of color yeah yeah and, you know she's sick of explaining racism to us white people so she's gonna shoot you in the fucking yeah, yeah. head yeah no it's easier <laughs> than trying to vent your frustrations murder yeah, you just fucking kill them all, and then they're not going to be a problem anymore. Hmm. Sounds like a certain mustachioed man. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Palestinians just love them. The whole Arab world, really. I mean, she's not saying it's a metaphor, right? Uh, it's really metaphorical. Now, you see, when Trump says peacefully and patriotically protest, he actually means kill everyone in Congress. But when she says shoot a white person in the head... Oh, I, uh, it's just a linguistic tool. She's yeah. not actually serious. Oh, you get it. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's not saying I want to shoot white people because they're annoying. It's, I want to get rid of my, I don't know. I'm just venting my negative emotions. You know what? I, I'm, you know, I'm probably manifesting my whiteness when I say I can't understand. I can't fit in her shoes. I'm not a brown person of color. See, I wish that that uh, Nicholas Christakis, the uh, head of teaching social and natural science at Yale, did the same thing as you and, you know, cucked himself. <laughs> but instead, doing a little bit of damage control here for Yale University, he said that the views she expressed amounted to racism and were deeply worrisome and counterproductive. Huh. Well, he is sounding... Very patriarchal. I can't believe he would say that. She was living. She was expressing her lived experience. That's her lived experience. Yeah. Well, you're right. And he should be fired. And I'm pretty sure he will, and not her. <laughs> like, yeah. We need someone new to run Yale. He's obviously not the one for us. No. It's we need. We actually want Miss Kilanani to run Yale and kill white people. I mean, metaphorically shoot white people in the head. I guess I'm uh, uncle, but you know who only metaphorically wants to help someone? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, our favorite 
House representative of all time. Dude, she's the gift that keeps on giving. She, she's a miracle worker. So this all started on Friday when she tweeted a picture of a dilapidated house with a caved-in roof saying that it belonged to her abuela, which is Spanish for grandmother, and that it was because Trump had stopped relief efforts to the island during the hurricane. Uh, which hurricane was it? Oh, uh, you mean the hurricane which had a lot of flooding in Puerto Rico? Mm-hmm. Hurricane uh, Harvey. Was it Harvey? Irma. I think I'm, I don't, I can't keep track of it. Was them. it the same hurricane where all the aid was inside warehouses because the people in Puerto Rico actually held them back to make Trump look bad that they found months later all spoiled? And it wasn't really reported? Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, it was that same one where there were literally millions of bottles of water that weren't handed out. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, her abuela, her grandma, her, her mima lives in Puerto Rico and it's real tough. It's re- And you know, that struck a chord. That struck a chord with, with many a people in the United States that thought, boy, this uber wealthy representative. Uber America, wealthy. She only makes 170K, 5K a year. Excuse, excuse me. That, that, that was that so, was wrong. Uh, somebody in the fifth percentile of all wealthy United States just couldn't really afford to be able to help her grandma. And this people, these people, they came together. No, they did. They, uh, they came together en masse. Yeah, specifically a certain Matthew Walsh of Daily Wire, uh, who had pointed out that she leased a Tesla, which is kind of weird for somebody. Wait, grandma who, or AOC? No, AOC. Oh. Yeah, she's like, leasing a Tesla has you know homes in both New York and Washington, D.C. I mean, that's why she can't afford to help her grandma. Yeah, must be. It's, just, so, it's too expensive for her. Uh, lucky, lucky for her, though, Mr. Walsh started to go fund me. For... You know, Abuela Cortez. Yeah, it was a hashtag save Abuela. And I love it. In 10 hours, they garnered $100,000. That magnificent. The help of poor woman who's got a shit-ass daughter, the granddaughter, that doesn't give a damn about her, except to show that it looks good because Trump bad. Well, you know what? Uh, apparently, she doesn't care about Abuela that much because uh, Mr. Walsh was notified that his GoFundMe was shut down and that the family of the beneficiary had rejected the payment. Just punched a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, what? Abuela needs to fix a roof. You literally, ju- <laughs> you literally just showed us. And what I don't understand is that why don't you just take the money and run, say ha 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 stupid conservatives, and then give your grandma 100 Gs. Yeah, I... D- there was 100,000 real dollars going to a certain... You know, Latina lady in Puerto Rico. And she decided, no, we don't take help from those bastards. I mean, she could have bought her a new house. She could have actually used that money to start a fund for victims of the hurricane in Puerto Rico. She could have probably just moved her ass out of Puerto Rico. (laughs) You know, 100 grand can get you a pretty nice, you know, apartment lease and all the things and get her nice and settled in the United States. Yeah. If she is a resident of Puerto Rico, she has the right and ability as uh, someone of American territory to come to the U.S. freely. You could just do that. Now live in one of AOC's apartments? I don't know. But Mm. no, I don't love Abuela that much. Now, we don't even know really if that photo was a real picture of her grandmother's home. Like, if you do remember, because we're more than two years old here, that uh, she took pictures in front of a Uh, chain link fence that was right in front of a parking lot. That was by an immigration facility. Yeah, it wasn't the parking, the fence of the immigration facility. Yeah, there which, weren't children w- reaching out for her. W- which, is, is, there, is that a good thing? 
Is it a bad thing? Because now we don't want people coming in from other countries to the border. I mean, who's we? I, I don't. I don't know. Cause I, I am actually. I don't know who we is. But the government doesn't want people coming to the border, so she shouldn't be crying at the border anymore. I don't. You know, it's very hard to keep up with this logic. All I can say is AOC is not on a united front here. No. So she also disagrees with Kamala. I think AOC would like everybody to flood into this evil racist hellhole. But AOC's attitude towards this GoFundMe or the fact her initial attitude, because she seems to love garnering attention, A, but B, like a... Like, typical leftist, she doesn't believe in free will or individual actions. She wants the government to help Abuela, not her. Like, because I thought it was a very Hispanic thing that family, like, family helps each other out. Like, there's a very strong family unit. Yeah, there's only the family unit in most Hispanic and Latino households. It's very patriarchal, and it's very family-oriented. Yeah, you know, if, and if your family can't do it, it goes to your extended family. If your extended family can't do it, it goes to the local community, but there's still this sort of tight-knittedness where the, you all kind of put your efforts together to help someone out. Especially when somebody possibly is in a very poor situation that maybe is outside of their control. Like their house being destroyed and having their maybe roof caved in. Okay. I don't know. But uh, AOC, I guess, is very whitewashed in this regard. And just thinks that the government should do everything, and it's really shitty. Meanwhile, she can make independent decisions to uh, get a Tesla, for example. Uh, honestly, the most selfish people I know are socialists, ironically enough. The most selfish people in history are also socialists. So, uh, you know, it, they're, they're fitting the bill real well. You know, they're doing their job real well. Give me your money, not abuela. That's what we're trying to say here. You know what? They should have just made it out to AOC. <laughs> you know what? She's definitely smarter than us, and she would have known how to spend the money better. So I don't know why we even thought to go around her, you know, to give it to her poor, sad grandma. Who cares about her? Not AOC, apparently. Nope. <laughs> Making $14,000 a month. Actually, no, no. A buck fifty would be twelve. Yeah, 14. She's making 14 Gs a month. That's and, really, really good. And she can't afford, I mean, the cost, of, you know, the standard of living in Puerto Rico is low. Cost of living is very low. Yeah. You know, five grand is a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. You got five grand, AOC. Come on. You don't have that just laying around. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's not even that much fucking money. No. No, no, no cherry here. No soap, no soap man here. And no take money from granddaughter. That's uh disconcerting. But so what's more disconcerting for probably more like most of us in the United States is the fact that this can't just happen in Puerto Rico, you know, with a situation like us getting you know, crippled or kneecapped. Apparently our entire power grid could be a giant weak spot that could be exploited. Yes, our energy secretary went on the record saying how, uh, as you maybe remember, the hackers with Colonial Pipeline or this new uh, meatpacking hacking that has happened. Uh, this is now going to be apparently a regular thing. The Energy Secretary Jennifer Grandholm on Sunday said that there needs to be more public and private cooperation because our enemies of the United States 
are able to shut down the U.S. power grid. Uh, say what? Huh. There are very malign actors who are trying. Even as we speak, there are thousands of attacks on all aspects of the energy sector and the private sector generally. Oh. Oh, that's... Okay, just say that publicly. Yeah, just go ahead and... <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, you know that lion? The lion that has a crippled leg? You know what the lion does? Is tell the whole pride, Hey guys, uh, I can't, I can't really run anymore. Uh, it uh, sucks to walk. If if everyone could just like get me food and I'll do nothing for you, that'd be great. The, Order the lions just eat him. Can you imagine FDR saying the Japanese could definitely bomb Pearl Harbor? Like it would be terrible. It would be catastrophic. I, I mean, our whole navy is there. It'd be awful. I mean, it'd be terrible <laughs> if it ever happened. Uh, I know they're trying to do it right now, but you know, if they did it, maybe. In the first week of December, it would be really bad. I'm, I'm just saying. We're totally unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have no idea what we're doing. Um, it, would, it would suck. It, it would suck, basically. That's what I'm saying. And that is exactly what we're doing in this scenario. And is this the entire national power grid? Like, how big are we talking here? Uh, now, this is from uh, you know a press conference that she stated. Yeah. She's saying, quote, uh, the bottom line, people. Whether you're in the public sector, the private sector, whatever, uh, don't pay any ransomware, and uh, you know don't negotiate with these people. It only encourages bad guys. And then asked whether American adversaries have the capability of shutting down the power grid, she says, "Quote: Yes, they do." Oh my goodness! Huh? Fantastic. I'm glad that you are the pilot of our airplane. <laughs> Awesome. So much confidence in the government. I mean, it's great. It's great. But you know what the weird thing is? Shoot. It's that weird thing uh, when it came down to Colonial Pipeline. Mm. Uh, the the reason why, you know, all these fucking boomers are putting gas into plastic bags. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was actually really disgusting. These are the same people that buy all the toilet paper. Calm the fuck down, people. My gosh, panic buying helps no one. Well, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They, uh... Their computers were shut down with a ransomware that made them unable to, to work until they paid a ransom of $5 million in Bitcoin. Everyone's favorite money, Bitcoin. Uh, everyone likes talking about that. But apparently, the federal government recovered the four, like, you know, it was like four Bitcoin, like 40 Bitcoin, so whatever yeah. it was. They recovered $2.3 million in Bitcoins that was given to the hacking group Darkside. And... The disconcerting thing is that the you know the decentralized you know currency that is Bitcoin should be untrackable, mm -hmm. and then our federal government was able to take two million dollars from bad people and put it back in the hands of you know the the misaligned the victims. Yeah, they were able to just do that. Yeah, the only problem is that uh, that's kind of the point of Bitcoin is for governmental entities to not be able to do that. This is very reminiscent, actually, of that iPhone situation. Oh, and, and San Bernardino yes. opening the iPhone with Apple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apple said that they could open any iPhone, but will not cross that line. 
Because once you cross it once, what's the second time? Oh, and a third. And this fourth time, it's really important. So we just, you know, break the rules again. It's like the Batman with a gun scenario. Yeah, once you shoot one person, you're shooting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you're holding a hammer, everything looks a whole lot like a nail. And the FBI apparently has, quote, the keys able to do this. That they're able to just pull money out of these Bitcoin wallets. So what's stopping that from the IRS using it? Mm -hmm. What's stopping that from any portion of the government to be able to do that? If it's always going to be considered a crime for tax evasion, then give the government what's rightfully theirs. I mean, we've definitely seen uh, this government love spending money. It's like their favorite thing to do in the whole world. And they're going to try to take things like your crypto. Why? Because you don't deserve it. They do. Why? Because it's there. <laughs> like, and, we, and we can take it. And you're probably breaking some fucking rules. You criminal. Mm, maybe <laughs> maybe even a, a kulak. Uh-oh. I don't know. You're, oh, you're probably man. a criminal anyways. So we're just going to take it. Why not? All, <laughs> for the good of the all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man, you know, history does tend to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, but uh, some there's someone out there that may have this premonition already, and I think he's ready to check out. He's got that finger up, you know. got the mm, Richard Nixon style, yeah, like, peace out. Yeah, he's ready to, you know, debit card in the hand, just you know, get me out of here. Jeff Bezos is going to space. Jeff Bezos is going to space, literally. His company, uh, Blue Origin, space company, obviously trying to chase the coattails of Elon. Mm -hmm. He's a little jelly. I mean, I'd be a little jelly. I'm the richest man in the world, and I can't get space? Come on, bro. Now he can. Now he can, and on July 20th, we'll be shooting himself off to space. He is putting his money where the, his mouth is. Elon hasn't done that. Elon, no. Elon sends Elon stuff has, to space all the time. Yeah, he's launched a car into space. But Elon himself has not been there. Well, Jeffy Boy is saying, F you, Elon. I'm going to space. And him and five other people on July 20th will be going to space on the first manned mission with the Blue Origin Company 15 days after Jeff Bezos steps down as CEO of Amazon. Yeah, just in case. You know, yeah. Challenger. Yeah, just uh, eh. things only Gen X would know. <laughs> <laughs> Columbia. <laughs> I, I, I watched that one live. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, that wasn't good. That no. That blew up. Really not so good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, luckily, this is a uh, private entity and not the United, you know, NASA. So I mean, everyone's got a bad track record. Elon's got a bad track record. It took forever for a hot Falcon Heavy to get off the ground. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Bezos is a con deuces. Bezos. Out. <laughs> You're right. Man. <laughs> If he stays up, expect shit to hit the fan. If he happens to go up, and then if that rocket quote-unquote explodes or quote-unquote disappears, that's going to make a feller wonder. The richest man on Earth goes up in a rocket ship and then flies away, never to be seen or heard from again. Dude, this uh, guy took Atlas Shrugged to heart. Literally, I got my own glitter gulch in the heavens. In the stars. Like the moon's his own colony. <laughs> the dark side of the moon literally yeah. has a big A on it. Just a big Amazon. <laughs> Leave them to their fate. 
or like he burns up in the atmosphere, but it's actually just a rocket pod, and he just lands yeah. somewhere in the, on Earth and just starts life as a nobody. Is this it, or like a bunker, and he just lives there forever? Man, this sounds like like the plot to the newest Bioshock game. <laughs> I don't know. It very well could be. Uh, yeah, Atlas Ryan, let's go. Uh, sometimes like I think about leaving the planet because you've heard us say words like the list or the super list. I think this might be like the ultra list. <laughs> this like really grinds our fucking gears. This grinds. This should grind anyone's gears because it is a uh, sacrilegious. I, I I mean I would call it sacrilegious. Yeah, me too. This is a. Uh, I mean, uh, what's worse than sacrilegious for like religious terms? It is like her heretical. Yeah. This is. Tom, take it and, away. And full-on disrespectful. So some of you might remember the Lincoln Project. They were a group of Republicans who hated Trump, who tried to get funding for Democratic candidates, I guess to kind of just tell the Republican Party to shove it. Okay, fine. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Mm -hmm. you, you can support any candidate. You know, Bob's my uncle. And Trump lost, so I guess they could say they took credit for that. And then apparently the guy, one of the founders, was messaging young boys. So then they kind of shirked him off to the side. We covered that about 15 podcasts ago. Yeah, and it was disgusting. Well, now they're just, they've done another uh, disgusting act. There's a video on YouTube. Type in The Real Antifa. I'm going to have the link in the description below. And it tells the tale of how Antifa stormed the beaches of Normandy because they were fighting Nazis, Nazis are fascists, therefore the U.S. troops who put their lives on the line facing machine gun fire are now Antifa. Yeah, Antifa. The same fucks in Portland. I mean, name big city here in Black Block that are literally destroying our cities and with no reprisal are the same people. These are the same people that, you know, in the straight up Saving Private Ryan... In the little amphibious vehicles, hitting Omaha Beach, storming through, quote unquote, saving the world. The beginning, D Day. Yeah, June 7th, 1942. Like they're moving that date back. It's it's absolutely unreal the way that they're trying to rewrite history. The same imagine any of these like transsexual people with dyed hair on those beaches, and I can assure you that they would not perform nearly as admirably. You're, you're saying you're equating what was the beginning of, you know, the end, quote unquote. That, 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 that was like when, when the tide turned, right? Mm -hmm. Is these people, these disgusting, anarchal, just stupid people who believe in socialism, mm -hmm. first of all. Yeah, they believe is, in socialism. Which is like a hop, skip, and a jump from fascism. It, it's right around the corner. They hate America. Who hate him? I say, I think everyone on D-Day liked America. Mm -hmm. uh, they did have the flag I'm, I'm, on I'm their just, ships. I'm just you know making, you know thinking over here. I think they liked America. And uh, I think third of all, none of these people ever fight somebody face to face. They're always sucker punches. They're always, you know, trying to take it like take advantage of somebody's bad situation. These men literally were facing hell. Yeah, facing the belly of the beast. What, yeah, nothing worse than going, you know, forward into death. And you're going to say these are the same people. They're the same people. The Antifa today is the same Antifa of 1942. 
She, well, she, I mean, wasn't it 44? 44? Sure DD was, D-Day was 44. I'm, I'm confusing Pearl Harbor. and dumb. 1944. I should be ashamed. At least not as not... ashamed as this commercial. <laughs> yeah, yo, who should be ashamed? The people who made this fucking commercial. To call Antifa patriotic. What? They literally burn American flags and laugh. They're hunting down an Asian American called Andy No mm-hmm. in Portland. That's an ongoing story, by the way. Literally happening right now. He was thrown out of his uh, hotel he was at, and it was recorded because they hate him because he tells the truth. They're trying to they're trying to murder this person. This is Antifa and murdering yet, a journalist. You know, even though U.S. troops liberated China. Yeah. But but now it's okay to hunt down an, a journalist of Asian descent as long as he's against you. Yeah, cuz you know, definitely you know fascist no over here. Yeah, so that's um that's highly depressing and you're on the ultra list Lincoln project. I mean, there's you are on the Lincoln list. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, the <laughs> what, what a shame to waste a good name. Mhm. But it has a, to be done. A, a name that has to be done. You're on the Lincoln list. It, it is Propaganda of the highest form. This is straight Goebbels propaganda. Yeah, it is. This is straight up, straight out of Berlin propaganda right here. To back the people burning our cities. And they're the same ones that liberated the evil oppressors. And they paid that that price with blood. Antifa. Yeah, terrible. Had to get that off my chest. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, go watch the video. I'll have it right underneath my little quirky little little snippet about what happens on the episode. It'll be right there. It's on YouTube. It's what forty-five seconds, mm. a minute maybe. It's yeah, it's one minute. Yeah, watch it and be disgusted with the. And I don't know what their motive is. What is Lincoln Project's motive for making this video? That this is an, the this is Antifa. I think that they're still mad about what they were like. They'll try to claim victory that, oh, yeah, we helped get Trump out, even though they had nothing to do with that. Meanwhile, every single Republican race that they try to interfere with, with the exception of the Georgia primaries, which I think they also are not runoff, which they also I don't think they were a factor in. They did. They bat zero. They bat zero point zero zero. Yeah. You don't make it to the major leagues with that kind of record. No, Even but, pitchers are better than that. Right? So I think that they're still mad, though, that people like Liz Cheney will get ousted from their positions because the party is like we aren't John McCain and Mitt Romney. We're much more like Trump. Like the party is going to be different forever. And you know what? It's called evolve, adapt or die. Yeah. You, you can't do the same thing forever. Like, if that was true, Borders Bookstore would still be around. Mm-hmm. But no. Some asshole in Seattle thought it'd be a clever idea to sell books on the internet. And look what we got now. The biggest, most valuable business in the world. I mean, adapt or die. Yeah. Don't be a trilobite. Be a Bezos. Be a Bezos. And keep your head on that swivel. And that was the latest episode of Demagogue News. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitch. We're streaming live. Come and see our smiling faces and chat with us live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We also have merchandise if you'd like to support the podcast on Teespring. Yes, socks and shirts. Buy something and support your favorite political podcast. All links are down in the description below from wherever you're listening to. And again, 
Thank you.